right, here's the riff. Here's the riff raff, yeah. if you will. Oh. Uh, I'm, I think I am very behind on this trend. But have y'all watched Mindhunter? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, bro. I... <sighs> All right, listen. I started it when it first. Shut the fuck up. Listen, I started. I started it when it first came out. Episodes like one through four, snooze fest. The most impressive thing was the guy who plays Ed Kemper. I was like, I'm quaking in my boots. He is so good. The actor made me actually want to learn about Ed Kemper. That's why I know oh. about who he is. So he did so good. Like I've heard an interview with the real one and seen pictures and like him talking. I was like, I'm going to vomit. Like what? Crazy. But mm-hmm. then like towards the end of season one, pow, this, pow, this, like change up. Ooh, new character development. Ooh, this person's gay. Ooh, this person has family drama. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I had to pause. Like I am not a binge watcher unless it's like a very specific type of show i'm almost through season two it's oh, if you don't sleep on the first couple episodes of mindhunter like power through it's kind of like what people say about Shit's creek i still have to give that a second chance but power through those first couple episodes so good don't ruin anything well and with all the way um i have not seen Shit's creek it is on my list i need mm-hmm. to watch it that's my plan um coming up with the holiday season but i think a lot of those like sitcom kind of shows the first season is usually the worst so you just have to truck through it and then it usually gets better well yeah i was gonna say like everyone's favorite for a long time there was game of thrones and their first like two was like knee deep in snow because they're doing so much character development you know what i'm saying so i feel like maybe always the first couple it's like all right here we go well yeah one percent you're establishing the characters and the setting and it's not as fun. But then once you get to know them, it's like, all right, here we go. This is it. The exception being, granted, it's been a long time since I've seen season one. Grace and Frankie. Ugh. You, you always... I need to watch it. I need to watch it. <laughs> I cannot wait to be Frankie. Like baggy clothes, recreational habits that may or may not be legal in certain states gray beautiful <laughs> hair so hippie lifestyle i'm jazzed to get gray hair actually i'm so excited for that to happen. yeah does this show have like a big following because i feel like i've only like friend group wise you're the only one i know that has watched uh, this i will say it's probably a show that most 20 to 27 <laughs> year olds wouldn't typically watch oh, okay. um, but it is it is so funny the kid like they're both Lily Thompson, Thompson, Tomlin, Tomlin, Thompson, Tomlin. Yes. Uh, and Jane Fonda are just magic on the screen. It is so good. All the jokes are hilarious. And it is the longest running original Netflix series. So you up. Oh, it's very good. nice. Because you know if a season sucks on, or a show sucks on Netflix, they pull it right away. This is on mm-hmm. season eight or nine? Seven wow. or eight. So... Add that to your Christmas list, Aaron. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's so cute. Aaron. It's very, very adorable, very friendship oriented. It's just cute. I just love it. <sighs> Sorry, I had to uh, sip my white claw. 
because there's no loud with the clouds. We back at it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, sorry. So that was my that's my riffraff. Uh, maybe I'll finish it before the next next episode comes out. So mm-hmm. I feel I like was... oh no, you can go ahead. No, mine wasn't going in a great place. Had <laughs> a... Oh yeah, crack away. <laughs> no, it's gonna get dark. No, my... so. I was just going to make a comparison because I'm like, oh, yeah, like the first season, you really, you know, just truck ahead. I think that goes the same for us. You know, you don't necessarily have to listen to the first like nine episodes, but <laughs> it gets better along the way. Hey, oh, that's when we were it? learning. Like, what if we get a comment like, it doesn't. Like, our next no. review, nothing else besides, no, it doesn't. <laughs> episodes one through nine are phenomenal. Don't waste your time with anything else. Snooze on the rest. No. Oh, Obviously, please. you haven't if you're listening. That's now. true. See? We are like fine wine, okay? We are just getting better with age and as our podcast ages along with us. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Anyway, yeah. Put that in your glass and drink it. Aaron was literally drinking wine now. Like, we've aged like fine wine. Puts up cup. Just glamour. Glamour shot. Glamour. <laughs> Takes a whole bottle out. <laughs> I mean, it. yeah. Glamour. I'd keep saying it. Yeah. She's glamour. rich. Drinking out of the bottle. Oh, wow. How, we always for Okay. Uh, hi. Uh, this is Sinister Sunrise. <laughs> Episode 43. I'm Morgan. I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. We did it right! No awkward pauses hey. between our names. Forty three is the lucky number. Normally, there's like, I'm Sarah. I'm <laughs> hey, sometimes there's a lag though, so you just never know. True. <laughs> Blame true, it true, on true, the lag. Cool. Yes. Cool. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Technology is crazy. Okay, listen. I think this is like the first episode in a very long time where it didn't start with like at least Sarah singing a song. Most of them are like Sarah just having a moment. In the beginning. I've been trying to hold it in. Maybe, maybe I'm not the songbird of our center generation as I thought. Of our generation. Generation. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, the episode Ooh. just started. We there's a lot more to go through. True. You could still break out in song. True. Oh God, here we go. Here we go. Well, maybe you'll be singing after we play our game that I'm bringing you today because I'm selfish and I found a game that was themed for the holiday. <laughs> it's the holiday season. Eat some turkey and have some gravy, but not if you're a vegetarian. Enjoy those mashed potatoes. Okay, so. I would uh, sing that t- Thanksgiving. Okay. Trademark. Oh, call my grandma. Uh, <laughs> like, all right, let's bow our heads and pray. Hold on a minute. I got a riffraff for you. <laughs> turkey, turkey. Turkey grits and gravy. Da, 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 da. Okay, no, we don't have grits. It's fine. Anyways, so um, I texted you ladies a quiz. It is a BuzzFeed mm-hmm. quiz, and Ooh. it's eat a Thanksgiving feast, and we'll reveal how old you act. So <laughs> whoever's the <laughs> oldest will go last. Whoever's the youngest will go first. Awesome. All right. So I think I've, I haven't clicked on the questions, so... Uh, okay, okay. So it's going to go in like an, an... It seems to be going in like an order. So pick an app pick a drink, pick a main dish, and so on and so forth. We can probably okay. link this in our Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so take it away, quiz. Now I'm hungry as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me or did none of these, none of these drinks sound very good? Mm, they had a sangria. That got me. Yes, that one got me too. 
I don't know what sausage stuffing is. Uh, turducken! I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. No, I don't want that. Do people get this decadent at Thanksgiving? Because, Like, my meal, like, no offense, Grandma, my meals don't look like this. Mm Mm-mm. Damn, that looks... It does make me want to bake an apple crumble cake, though. I'm writing that down. <laughs> okay, the sausage stuffing looks like potatoes al gratin. Like, what? Two sides? Oh my gosh. What did I pick for my first side? Oh, okay. Alright, I'm done. Fuck? Same. What's an apple crisp? Oh shoot! Sorry, I'm on dessert. I'm on dessert. What's a stuff? A crisp apple crisp stuffed apple? Good night. Bye. Mm. Uh, sounds like a lot of apple. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of work, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god! Post Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. Jesus. They really get into your soul. Okay. Oh, they these aren't know. named. <laughs> this is only visually. Hmm. What? No, no, no. Please, ladies, please. What are your age? <laughs> I got 70. 70. <gasps> oh, so did I! <laughs> I'm not shocked. <laughs> I got. Oh, my God. I don't know how. I got 29. Oh, damn. What? I don't know. All right, so obviously, Sarah and I have very similar tastes. So we are we, Grace we, and Frankie. <laughs> I've said it once, I'll say it again. Yes. And Aaron's our granddaughter, keeping it together. (laughs) Oh, yes. No, daughter. Daughter, daughter. Right. Yes. Math is not me. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Following. Yes. So, um, wow. I'm very shocked. I was like, all right, I got 70. Like, sounds fitting. I'm very shocked. I figured Sarah would be like a solid 50. Just solid. Wow. Okay. No, I got grandma taste, and I I <sighs> eat at grandma times. The number did not shock me at all. See, Think I used my I- diet is bland, very midwestern foods. Okay, I do say I'm old, but I'm okay. Like I'm cool with giving you grandma title, or we can do like rock paper. Show your hands. Rock paper. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So remember last time, like you hold it down, so I can't see mm-hmm. it. Can't see my hands right now. No, I can't because Aaron's okay. screen is blocking it. Uh, let me think, let me think, let me, okay. Rock, paper, scissors, show. Damn it. Rock. Okay, okay. I'm not even gonna look. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. God, Get Sarah! out of my head! <laughs> Get out of my head. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, oh my, my god. Morgan, I am so concerned. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, Hold on, I'm not shoot. Okay, 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 okay. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Hey! Bah. There Broke it is. Your, broke your skizzes, baby girl. Oh my god. We should gamble. Right. That was wild. Mm. Wow. Alright, alright. Can't Get wait out to of my feel, head. I know, I'm so sorry. Can't wait to feel 70 on actual Thanksgiving with my belly full of food. Mm, so excited. Oh, I'm going to be lounging, eating... Oh lounging some more 
Wait, Loki, yeah. what's the what's the best part? What is the piece de resistance of a turkey of a turkey of a Thanksgiving day? Like any food, dessert, main course, what's the number one food that you're going for that you like? Uh either a mashed potato or a good roll. Okay. I'm a starch okay. gal. I have to go with the mac and cheese. Okay. okay. Every time. Morgan? <laughs> I am a party potato or potato casserole kind of gal so like a little crunchy top Mm -hmm. i prefer it to be like the shredded potatoes but a lot of people do the cubed i'm not it's fine and totally great (laughs) either way i'm a half brown kind of girl so Mm. i'm I'm going to bring up something controversial do you guys like turkey (laughs) on thanksgiving or something different i like turkey turkey ham or something different. No Turkey's ham. just so dry. No, Unless dark you get meat. the leg. Dark meat. Well, yeah, dark meat, but there's only so much dark meat. But then that's a oh, that's an excuse Everyone... for the gravy, for the potato. You're not going for yeah. one one side. You're going for the whole shebang. I don't With know. With a ham, know. you can't have I feel have like gravy. if I have to drench my food in gravy to make it taste good, uh, I just then that's don't know America if it's worth it. and you should be happy, <laughs> Skippy. We that's lack our gravy. It's <laughs> America. No, I mean, I don't know. I some. Oh, I feel like a lot of people like white meat. I'm a like 100% dark meat kind of yes, girl. Yes, same. I oh, will I don't eat care. a ham, but I don't like the honey ham, which is like what everyone does. So, oh, yeah. I don't know. No, I'm there are better girl. hams than the honey I just, ham. I don't like sweet Also controversial. Meat. <laughs> that's just not I like honey ham. If you want to sponsor us and send us your quality <clears throat> honey ham, please do that. Send I'll it. also take turkey. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. care. White meat, dark meat, hand, turkey, you name it. I like meat. Yeah. That's true. It's any and all. Anything someone brings me, like, brings to the, like, the family, mm-hmm. and it's just, a, I get to scoop it on my own plate. Hashtag grateful. That's where it is. Yeah, Cleveland's family makes, uh, it's some German dish with, like, sauerkraut and potatoes or something. It's pretty good. He's He's German? Huh. I'm joking. Sorry. His last. <laughs> Who would have thought? <sighs> Didn't go over. Sorry. Well. His last name is a very German. I'm so sorry. Or is it Isn't Dutch? It? Okay. I don't know that fucking difference. Okay. He is. <laughs> Good night. I can tell everyone. you what he's not. <laughs> what? No, I can't. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't know. He's <laughs> not talking on this podcast. So. We have our so, order. Yeah. My, uh, Aaron, are you bringing us something else controversial today? AKA down in the dumps kind of kind of story? Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's down the dumps. I would say it's kind of short and sweet. If um, you listened to our last episode, I moved and yeah. I didn't have much time for research, but I thought this case was interesting. So it's, it's a pretty short one um, that usually doesn't happen with my topics. So quick question. Yeah. When you said short and sweet, was that a term or was that, is your case sweet? I need to know if I can expect a happy ending or if it's just short and sweet because it was short. We'll get into it. So I knew she was going to say that. (laughs) Great. So this is uh, the murder of Mary Lee Bruiser. That's what I'll be talking about today. So I used Wikipedia um ben lockhart's deseret.com article and larry curtis's kutv.com article as my sources 
On September 3rd, 1978, in Juab County, Utah, three women were fishing in Yuba Lake when they discovered the naked remains of a woman. When police arrived, they noted that the woman was about five foot two, weighing around 110 pounds, and was believed to be around 18 to 22 years old. They also noticed that she had a crooked tooth due to some dental crowding. Officers also discovered a double hooped earring and a white uh, beret near the body. According to Wikipedia, the woman's hair color was described differently per different sources. Some claim she had blonde hair, while others claim she had strawberry or sandy blonde hair. However, it is likely that her hair was more of a light brown color since pubic hair of the same color was found at the scene. Mm. Police believed the woman was likely murdered and the medical examiner later confirmed their suspicions when uh, she was determined to have died by strangulation. However, the identity of the woman remained a mystery. According to Ben Lockhart's reporting for DeseretNews.com, Juab County investigators compared the Jane Doe's characteristics with four other women, Nancy Wilcox, Susan Curtis, Deborah Kent, and Nancy Baird, who were reported missing from the area. However, after x-rays of Jane Doe's teeth were compared to these women's dental records, they turned out not to be a match. And sadly, according to Wikipedia, these uh, four missing women have never been found. Mm. So they are still considered missing at this time. The case just went cold for decades until 2013, when, according to Larry Curtis's reporting for KUTV.com, the Davis County Sheriff's Office, which was located, like, which is a county, I guess, pretty close to the Juab County Sheriff's Office, gave the Juab investigators an evidence sample from Jane Doe's case that was apparently, quote, unknown to anyone since 1978, end quote. What? Right? Okay. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. That's my thoughts exactly. Davis County Sheriff's Sergeant Deanne Survey stated that a detective was investigating another cold case when he discovered hair in the evidence locker that was only labeled as Hair from Yuba Lake body. <gasps> oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thankfully, the sample had not been used, but it is still unclear how or why the Davis County Sheriff's Office had the sample to begin with. Juab County Lieutenant Craig Ryan obtained the hair sample and sent it off to the University of North Texas Health Science Center in order to obtain a DNA profile. When the profile was complete, it was entered into the um, National Database of Missing People, um, part of CODIS, which matched two people with the last name of Bruiser. Turns out Jane Doe was not a local 18-year-old girl, but 33-year-old Mary Lee <gasps> Bruiser from Long Island, California. Whoa. She, yeah. She had been... Listed as a missing endangered person on August 22nd, 1978, after she seemingly vanished from her Belmont Shore apartment. And I really couldn't find too much information about this. Maybe it's just because this happened in the late 70s. I don't know. So I don't know if she drove anywhere, if she was picked up, if she took a plane. I I don't really know how she went from California to Utah because I looked it up. It's about a nine hour difference wow so okay yeah um 
The two people whose DNA came back as a match were her mother and sibling who had submitted their DNA in the hopes of finding her. And even her neighbors had offered a $5,000 reward to anyone that had information about her disappearance just to see if anyone had heard anything at all. Wow. That is really sad. I'm so Mm -hmm. sorry. You said this. they, they found the body in a lake? Yes. So they found her. Wow. So it's like not yes. even like somehow it floated like in the ocean. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yes. I'm just thinking out loud because nine hours is okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it was wow. in a lake. She's um, very little for like, she was like, well, what, five, one, five, two. See, it was interesting reading this too, because I don't know if they were just eyeballing it. I guess they were. She was actually more around like 150 pounds and she was like five foot five not five foot two um so the height to me i'm like okay whatever a couple inches but yeah the weight part a little (laughs) well yeah (laughs) i mean those who don't know i'm five i'm like 511 i think yes i think the biggest range uh was her age when they were like she's 18 to 22 but she was actually a 33 year old woman so yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah, That's so it was insane. quite a range, and that didn't help, I'm sure, investigating either, because I guess if they were looking for missing persons around that age and not her actual age, I don't That's know if that... That's quite a difference. That is quite a difference. Right. So that could have affected it. Even though it took almost 40 years, the family now has some closure. However, her case is still shrouded in so much mystery, since her body was found over 600 miles from where she lived. According to Wikipedia, convicted serial killer Henry Lee Lucas confessed to killing Mary Lee, but that appears to have been either coerced or just fabricated. Uh, And I just briefly looked this guy up. He was convicted of 11 murders, but originally confessed to around 60 murders and then claimed he killed over 100 people and then Mm. raised the bar and said he killed as many as 3,000 people. And then he changed his mind and said he wasn't a serial killer at all. So... You can't really so, believe what he says. Very sound mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He was all over the place. So I just saw that on Wikipedia. I honestly don't think investigators believe that. And um, according to KUTV.com, Mary Lee's family um, was notified by police regarding the discovery and investigators at the time. Again, this was 2015, said they planned on reopening the case. I believe it is um, just to see if they you know, could find more leads in the hopes of getting answers and justice for Mary Lee and her family. Um, If you do have any information about this case, please contact the Lawn Beach Police Department at 562-570-8810. And like I said, that was pretty short. That's all I have. But I think that's so cool that, I mean, I hate that they just missed that DNA. But hey, at least they didn't use it, though. You know? Right, because had they found it any earlier and the technology wasn't quite where it is today, who knows if we would have actually found her. Exactly. Yeah. I just thought that was so so interesting. But I think it's still so cool that, like, her family, you know, was like, hey, we'll put our DNA in. Let's see what happens. And it took a while, but that's one 1978 (laughs) to 20, like, 15. How insane is that? That's crazy. Yeah, was that three decades? Yeah. Your math's hard. Yeah. A little less. Yeah, almost four. Yeah. 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 So. Man. So she was. Okay. What did it say? What day she was found? 
in yes. So she had actually um, on September third, and then she was reported missing at the near the end of August. So she, damn. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just a crazy case. Is- yeah, like strangulation is just not like a good way to go. Not that anyway is good to go, but like that's very like intense and you're kind of suffering, I feel like. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oof, I hope she didn't suffer those days she was yeah. missing. That's so sad. Yeah. I don't know. Again, it was hard to even like look up more information because a lot of sources had like kind of the same information um, mm. and stuff I found. Because I was trying to see if anyone had theories, but again, it's such an, I guess, an older case that no one really knows about. So, I mean, I'm yeah. glad they were able to identify her because I know that doesn't happen all the time. Um, but I'm curious to see Did if this investigation does go anywhere. What? Did her mom get to know or was her mom passed away? No, they got to know. Oh, yeah. Her family was, Yeah. That's awesome. He's had okay, some closure good. of what happened. I hate that. I hate stories when they're like, I held up, my wife held on for as long as they could, and she passed away four years before we found out where, you know, her body was. Like, oh, oh, oh. wow. Okay, Erin, you can do short stories like that from now on, because that's at least has like a little touch of happy. Short and sweet. As sweet as you yeah, can, yeah, you know, yeah. your stories can as be. Sweet as it can be. Yes. As so your stories you can be. Thank you for that. Wow. After the Chris Watts last week and the week before, this feels yeah. yes. different. Yes. It feels mm-hmm. almost lighthearted question. Oh, I mean, not, but in comparison. Yeesh. How crazy this is our lighthearted now. Yep. Hitting them hard, mm. people. We're hitting them hard. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think it's my turn because I'm technically not 70 and Sarah is. Anyway. (laughs) Um, So um, I wanted to see, I hope you can maybe figure it out. A couple episodes ago, maybe a handful, Sarah requested that I, or maybe it was like a text. I don't know. You requested that I cover a topic. And here's your clue. I'm drinking a green lime white claw. It's the color of a lime is, is green. I'm doing the green children of Woolpit. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did request this via text, I think. <laughs> Her face, guys. It's green i have never (laughs) felt dumber in my life than like it's green oh i was okay cool i didn't know where this was going yeah thanks aaron no it completely came out of left field i'm i I tried no green spot on okay okay okay. so um i did a little research on the green children of (laughs) woolpit so here we go um i think I think I referenced my sources, question mark. I have them in a note saved on my phone, so they will be in the show notes. Peace and blessings. Okay. Woolpit is an ancient <laughs> village. <laughs> Sorry. Composure. <clears throat> I just Woolpit. keep hearing green. Green. The green Cr- children. Cringy. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and you heard it right. Green children. So you want to perk your ears up and listen to this because it's a wild ride, everybody. Woof. 
Fuck. Give it to me. Give it to me. (laughs) Woolpit is an ancient village in Suffolk. I'm so sorry. It's not. I. Suffolk. It's S U F F O L K. I think it's Suffolk. (laughs) But I'm. I am shooting in the dark. Uh, It is uh, today located about two hours from London. Okay, so think about that in the geography-ish, geological fur terms. Uh, Just, you don't really need to know anything else. Okay, okay. Uh, The name comes from Wolf Pit, Wolf Pit, aka pits that trap wolves. So during the 12th century, there were about uh, 1,150 townspeople kind of in this little area slash the quite surrounding area. So small, quaintish, but there was like, they were kind of scattered around. It's kind of like farmland, if you will. Uh, and in the 12th century, uh, oh, this area of the 12th century is called Anarchy, the Anarchy. And this is when the green children were discovered. Oh, and to, uh, to let's dial it back a little bit in case you can't visually understand what a uh, wolf pit is. Think of like an old school booby trap, you know, like where they like lay the leaves and then like the animal crosses it and then falls in the hole. Is oh. that the wolf pit? Yeah. Oh. They, they had to like trick the wolves into falling. I, I don't know. That's what I said. Different times. Yes. So, obviously, by the title, The Green Children, uh, they were said to be found by local farmers slash villagers wandering through the woods and speaking an unfamiliar language. Uh, on the one source I read, it, they, they claimed it as, like, gibberish. Like, it just didn't, like, it didn't even sound like a language that they knew. Um, and, of course, they had green skin. Uh, the children, a girl and a boy, were taken to Sir Richard de la Sir Richard de Calnes. I'm so sorry. Uh, and then to his home. Uh, they also a YouTube video I watched. They did point out that the clothing of the children was even like a, of a fabric that they didn't know. So that was just like another call out. Um, oh. Like they just didn't recognize the material. Uh, from there, Richard offered them many types of food, trying to just help them, all of which the children refused and would not eat a single bite. Um, there are different accounts of wh- what type of beans they ate, but finally <clears throat> they were out in a garden and they found raw beans and just ate them up. Like, one person said, That's the like, most green important beans. part of the story. I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say, were they green Listen, beans? I'm just ooh. One of them was green beans. The other one was like kidney beans or some shit. I don't know. Regardless, like raw ass from the ground beans. Like that's gross. Okay, y'all nasty. Interesting. Anyway, so they ate them up. <laughs> so they were like, okay, I guess these kids like beans. I don't know. Uh, there are also two accounts of what happened to the boy, like timeline wise. Some sources say the children were baptized, and then sadly, a few days later, the boy died, while other accounts have him living alongside his sister for, like, longer. So, they they were mm. with Sir Richard, like, for quite some time, like, many years, um, but somewhere along the way, the boy is said to have passed. 
Um, regardless, story goes, the child slash children uh, finally start to eat other types of food. As their diet improves, their skin color fades um, to I to the quote like white shade of an like British person human. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that there can't be other skin tones in Britain. I don't mean that they became white. Uh, they slowly learned English and eventually were able to tell the townspeople their story. Oh, I did put the source <laughs> on historicuk.com. <laughs> you can read a transcription of all that was like quoted to be said by the children. Um, but here's a sum. So here's a summary. <clears throat> no, we should say that. Here's the sum. Here's, here's the I kind of dig it. Is. Here it is. We added it up. Here it is. Okay. They came from a land called St. Martin's. There it is always dark and the only visible light was uh, twilight kind of for us. So like right when the sun is very setting, it's still very dark outside. That's like the brightest it ever got. Um, they were tending to their family, their father's farm life. Um, and they, it is said that they followed a farm animal into a cave trying to like round it up. And suddenly they were surrounded by bright lights, um, by the bright lights of quote, our world. And they couldn't see, um, again, they like the, the timeline of the boy's life. They don't, it's, it's said that he died before they were able to speak. So the girl is like telling this story for them. Hmm. So basically the like myth of it is, is that they lived in a whole other world, climbed through a cave, which they believe was a wolf pit. And that's how they got out. So the kids were like blinded by the light and were wandering around the woods, unable to like see where they were. So like they couldn't even tell people like where they like came from. So she said they came like they they were in a cave and all of a sudden this like bright light of the sun of our world was there. That's not very weird. I know. Um, Some people do believe that the children came from another world again beneath a wolf pit tunnel. Um, Others do believe it is all a hoax. Uh, The story ends without you know normally as as the story goes with the girl donning the name of Agnes, uh, worked for Sir Richard for many years before traveling to another village and marrying a man uh, in a nearby town. So that's the children of Woolpit. Uh, the YouTube video, I did cite this one too. Wow, I did good, guys. Uh, the Green Children of Woolpit. <laughs> it's by, it's called The Green Children of Woolpit and it's by, they say it, I pick, I think it's just pick, but it's P-I-Q-U-E. It's like the name of their YouTube channel. So if you Google or YouTube the Children of Wolf, it's like one of the first ones that come up. Uh, so they do list theories. So theory one is that they truly were aliens that were brought to this world. Uh, one, another belief is that they were Flemish immigrants um, to kind of like summarize how they think this is true uh like the flemish people which is people of flanders didn't even know it was a real place thought it was fake like ned flanders Uh, like flan like (laughs) flanders it's a it's a place apparently like i don't know i'm just reporting what i read uh (laughs) they were like they were like across they were across a body of water 
and spoke a different language. So that is why the people of Woolpit may not have known that they were speaking a language. And in Flanders of this era, they were doing a lot of work with leather and weaving it. And that was not quite popular or even known in Woolpit. So that would be the clothing of a different material they didn't recognize. Um, Another, like, thing they thought of when they said it was a Flanders or Flemish immigrant was that they immigrated from Flanders and had chlorosis slash anemia, which can give you, like, it's an iron deficiency like chlorosis, I guess, is an iron deficiency disease. And with if they were just like literally living off beans, then they're definitely not getting enough iron in their diet. And mm-hmm. that could cause a green tinge to the skin. Granted, not like bright green alien skin, but could cause it. However, they did, the video did say this is highly unlikely because while Flanders is like far away, Woolpit was near a really popular trading town and like Flemish was spoken there. Like people knew of that language. So like they may not understand you, but they knew it was a language. So they thought that was kind of weird. Like, how did you not know these two children were speaking a -hmm. language? So, yeah. And then a huge another factor, same going off of that is chlorosis was like rampant at the time. Like it was, it was affecting a lot of people. So like, why wouldn't your first instinct be these people have chlorosis? Like That's they just need help. Like so mm-hmm. like that even like people in the town knew of it. So again, like these kids must have just been like bright ass green. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um and then there is like a whole nother sidebar of like it could be a folktale based on true events, which I feel like a lot of stories like this are. Um, and then the final one is that it's a hundred percent fiction. Um, this story they say was told by a priest mm. who who then like <laughs> had another priest write it down. So things could be misconstrued. I, of course, love to believe that it's true, but that's just the optimist in me and the lover oh, of yeah. paranormal, supernatural. But you know me, I like a good trying to debunk. So mm-hmm. nah. Man, again, I think it's it does aliens. Make sense. I'm team aliens. <laughs> I'm team alien all the way. Especially, dude, like if if alien like they are so smart okay like if there's other planets and other worlds like they have their own ecosystem they're living their life yeah mm-hmm. i'm sure she those kids probably did come down here and she probably learned english so fast because she's a freaking alien and so smart now there's probably aliens all over maybe that was the start we don't know so do you guys yeah. watch ancient aliens no man never saw no <laughs> no i want to I want to. Okay. I do. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Everyone's left. No one's listening anymore. She said ancient aliens and boop, click. <laughs> oh, I already know. One of my friends, Brooke, turned it off. She hates aliens. <laughs> There's an episode where they're literally tr- <laughs> Yeah, drink your white claw. They're trying to uh-huh. um, prove... That by, I think by 2020, either 30% of our DNA or 30% of the population has alien DNA in them. Like they've been secretly mating with us for centuries. I'm not going to try and help our race get to the next level of humankind. 
<laughs> basically like we're this... playing a game we weren't we were in an escape room we weren't doing good enough and the person on the outside's like god give him a help him out give him a hint hold on for this show is it the same people is it always different how does the show work it's always that guy with the crazy hair right okay yeah, we got so crazy hair is... Which i entered to the... go to alien con to meet him and i did not win <laughs> so this <laughs> so this guy is like zach bagans but he's all about aliens yes his name is like what David you're telling me duke cormo it's a very long last name oh interesting <laughs> hold on duke baba duke cormo Okay. Well, they're not giving me his name. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. No, it just says David with <laughs> screw. Is but yeah, the, it's the crazy hair guy. Is he the host? Yes. Cool. Nah, I, need to I used to watch it a lot in high school when we still had real TV. See, <laughs> I want to do aliens. It's not it's on my list. It's just such a deep topic that and even you just saying like they're here, they're breeding with us, just makes me like, Bleh. like, Bleh. like it's. I'm not saying it's not possible. I we I don't think we're the only life forms in the whole entire solar system, but that also makes me like just cringe to the absolute. Oh, but I do oh. learn more. No, I'm really dumb. His name is Giorgio. <laughs> so it's Giorgio A. Tusakaloya. The last name I knew was weird. I thought his first Tusa. name was more. See. Yeah, his hair. Oh, his hair is always crazy. Yeah, he reminds okay. me. You guys watched Grown Ups, didn't you? Mm -hmm. The movie. Yeah, the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rob, whatever his name is, character, the hippie one who makes like flaxseed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Same. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But yeah, I'm team aliens. They're definitely little alien nuggets yes. running around. I think so. Please cover oh! aliens, please. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Thank we'll see, you we'll so see. much, though. That story's nuts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, like, there's a lot of different which like crazy paths it went down, but like, just getting down the bare bones there, it was. I don't know, man. That's it's a weird, and everyone, as much as like, there's those weird differences with like the boy died at this time, the boy died at this, like everything else is pretty dang like spot on. So, <sighs> very weird. I just hate that we babies. don't know because now I want to know mm -hmm. if it's real. Like, tell me who you are. I know. Yeah. It's like I feel like even the stuff trying to debunk it, like possible theories, still was like, but then how did they know that? And it's like, yeah. we need to do ancestry.com to see if any of our ancestors were alive in Suffolk, so the place in the UK. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll put. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we could be. Scared. We could be the first generations of aliens. Not first. Oh, my God. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. The first of the 40 percenter aliens. That's we why we're so... We be the so... first ones to know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, we could. Okay? <laughs> Sarah tried to dramatically rip her glass, her blue light glasses off, and it just stuck to her headphone. It was <laughs> hanging off. It hit me in the mouth. <laughs> Yeah, that crash was her mouth getting hit. Okay, that's what I get. Ooh. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, let's well, just get past that. We'll pit on to Sarah. What you bringing us, a baby girl? Um, you I don't will. need a minute. <laughs> She's like, I think I my do. My glasses are upside down, but I'm good. 
I just need them for the computer. I look at computers all the time. Same, boo-boo. Shut up, Aaron. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. So when I say the word millennials, you say. Not me. Well, mm, are you really not? <laughs> I don't. I'm. Okay. I feel <laughs> that millennial Art. has a very negative connotation to it. Yes. And also, isn't there two parts to being a millennial? Didn't they make like a new like subgroup? Like That's we're kind saying. of because Gen we're part of the why we're part of the age. No, we're something. I think they like recently made this because we're part of the age that didn't have technology, and then we grew up with this burst of technology too. So we yeah, were, we're part born of into it. It changed with us. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I swear I read that somewhere, and I'm like, how cool. But yes, I'm pretty sure I'm a millennial. So. Yeah. So. Pfft. Yeah. I mean, if you're a millennial, I'm a millennial, but I'm like, right, yes. We're like on the cusp. <laughs> In of case not anyone being doesn't one. know, we're four days apart. So <laughs> what? I know. Crazy. All right. The world's looking for is maybe unconventional. So Oh. No, I I set none of you up. This was my <laughs> most rush open thing I've ever written. Um so around forty years ago, ladies were hoping to be pinned by someone and Oh my, maybe they just get hitched and make loads of babies. And if that's still you today, totally cool. Love your dreams. Obviously, same. I'm engaged to be married. So, whatever. You're pinned? (laughs) I wanted to be pinned so bad. That's what uh, lavalierine is. But it's Mm -hmm. the most extreme form of pinned. Um, But Clave said, no, that's fine. Hey, you got Apparently, a better rock I'm not in the worth. end. You know, it's fine. You got a good rock in the end. You did good. Well, that's true. And um, I'm a little particular on my foods. And part of lavalierine includes him being tied to a tree and like mustard poured on him. And then you have to kiss him at the end. Mm. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Um, Whenever someone else on said the, it, on the Clave saved chili <laughs> for three weeks and poured it on this guy. Ew. Yeah. That's why he's like, Sarah, I can't do it. I know what I poured on people. I We can't do it. I'm going to get us. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I don't like mustard or ranch. Like, eh, maybe it would have been the best. But anyway. Blech. So same. Um, but you may not be wanting that. You may be like what a surge of millennials are doing. Ever heard of a relationship contract? no what i glossed over it last week with my smacker's lip balm wait no that was two weeks ago now um so relationship contract it's a document that gets written up and signed by usually two people it could be more you know do whatever do whatever makes you happy um Uh but it has to be from in within an intimate relationship it is not legally binding it's not a marital contract or a prenup it's a relationship contract so like a little a little promise union kind of hmm. like so i heard law. about it hmm like common law yeah maybe yeah. wait what you know is what common is. law <laughs> yeah no wait wait yes said, no yeah, maybe 
you it's saw like, all the like doubt almost, in my eyes, didn't you? you yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I'm watching the eyes, even though there's, even though the screen is reflecting in them, I can see. You were like, ah, wait a minute. Yeah, probably, huh? Uh, I don't know if it's still like a thing, but I remember like when we were younger, like if you were in a serious relationship with someone for seven or more years, it was quote common law, and like I'm pretty sure you could like take them to court over it, like we've been together like we are quote together by common law so i could like try to get some of your shit hmm okay okay listeners google it tell me if i'm maybe i'm fucked up but i'm no i, I think, think it's i think you're right okay cool so kind of like that but a little bit more promisey a little less law abiding yes cool so I first heard about this last year, back when we could still go out to bars and meet people, and, you know, in the old world. The good old days. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> so I was at a bar, and this gentleman asked if I believed in marriage. And I will do the same to you. Do you guys believe in marriage? Like, as in one person forever. <laughs> I mean, I know Wait. one of your answers probably should be yes. No, I mean, like, do you, like... Do I personally see? I take that. Hmm, I take this many ways. Like this is. I feel mm-hmm. like this is also kind of similar to a question of like, do you believe in soulmates? I do not. Wes got really yeah. sad when I said that. But I. Don't. I would say I no. think that that there are a pool that there are a pool of people who you are very compatible with, and you you are put. I believe in like timing in like that those people in that pool. Mm-hmm. are put in your life your life at a certain time maybe you won't meet everybody in that pool but if you i believe in marriage between two people if they're both willing to do what it takes to put the work in but like we said the last two episodes if <laughs> shit really cannot be fixed normalize separation do you want that no i don't want that i want to be married forever but if something shits, some shit's happening, like, oh, maybe I'm thinking about it too hard. I'm sorry. Go on. Ask me I also, question. yet again, <laughs> lazily set all these questions up. I'm sorry. This was not my best knock it out of the park. Um, I was more asking, like, for yourself, like, do you want to get married? Do you think marriage is a great option for yourself and your lifestyle? That's what I'm asking. You as an hmm. individual. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was like, one of you should probably say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron. What if I was like, what if I was like, why don't you have cue no. cards, Sarah? <laughs> I'm so what if I just said deadpan no? Just You're telling me you can't read my mind? Okay. So, yeah. Like I said, I do believe in it for myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was essentially trying to get it tattooed on my forehead like a year before Clavin proposed, but whatever. Um, <laughs> this guy explained that right now there's a lot of people in the St. Louis area that are our age. And it's everywhere, but this is just where I heard of it first. They are creating relationship contracts and not getting married. Which, hmm. to be fair, relationship contracts, they can happen within a marriage as well. Or like an engagement, anytime. But these people, they're, um, they're basically saying, this is working. Love it. Love you. They sit down. They write up a contract for what a relationship is to them. And then they'll put oh. a date on it like, in five years, we're going to revisit and see if it's still working for us. Or in six months or in one year. It's a very pragmatic way to look at a relationship. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Instead of a Hmm. marriage. Could you write 
like till death on there? I don't, you know what? It's your contract. So probably, but I think the idea of it, um, I'm explained too. Cause the way they explain this one to me, it seems more like a, it's gotta be an X amount of time. Okay. Because okay. they're doing it in a, as a way to not do forever. But then okay. once I started researching, you can also do them for within your marriage. Like I'll get to it, but, okay. um, yeah, very pragmatic. And a lot of people think that the contract is a catalyst for a very honest conversation. And I took part of that sentence directly from a source that I will cite later. But it was a very good way to say it. So basically, it just starts very honest conversation. So it means you and your partner are going to sit down and have like a hard tax conversation about what a healthy relationship is to you. And I don't mean like, oh, I'll love you forever. It's more like if we have a child in the next five years, how many hours of rearing do you expect me to do versus yourself? Do you think mm-hmm. a woman should be making most of the meals? Details on date nights. How often should you have them? Or how often do you like to have them? And does that just mean time together or actually going out on dates? Who should plan them? Um, how will each partner take, take on their adult responsibilities? So example would be, are you going to call your partner's doctor for them? Or do you expect them to do that for themselves? Also, it's Hmm. setting intentions for, like, dividing household duties. So it gets into the nitty-gritty, like, (laughs) expectations of relationships, which is kind of nice. I didn't write this down, but I'll go into it. Because I think a lot of people fear, like, in a marriage, like, you're going to try hard those first seven years and then just (laughs) calmly get into rhythm. This would kind of help, I guess, with that. Like, no, we have intentions. This is what we're doing. So... Yeah, and already, like, at the beginning of the relationship, you're kind of laying everything out. Like, this is how I like to do things. How do you Mm -hmm. like to do things? Are we compatible in that sense? We're going to try and see. Like, I see this being, like, a really good thing for people who are very different and are, like, think that they're so different that they, like, can't last in a marriage. But, like... Sometimes they're, people are just too scared to have, like, that in-depth of a conversation. So it's, like, mm-hmm. almost, like, forcing you to do it. Like, yes. it reminds me of, like, the psycho girlfriend picture, but, like, she also, like, has, like, a, like a blanket, and she's like, come sit down. Like, I don't know. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not psycho. It's, like. It would be psycho date one, but if you've been dating for, like, five to six months, it's getting more serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Date one. Here's yeah. the contract. Here's my color-coded list of have-to-haves, can live with, and never, never do it. (laughs) Um, No, like from what I researched and from what this person said, it's more of you're getting to be pretty serious. Like you could have been dating six months to like three years, but like you're getting to those parts where like, will we move in together? Will we get married? Maybe not. Yes. Oh, I also, you know me, I got to bring it back to what I know. It's kind of like in How I Met Your Mother when they talk about the 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 exit ramps of a relationship there's like, okay you only have so many in your relationship like after date one that's an exit ramp after date seven that's an exit ramp six months in oh but if they're birthdays before that you better take it back to the next exit and just like it's just <laughs> funny so like okay. yeah you've made it past a good number of exits together and before you take it to the next one 
let's get this yes. paper stuff started. Yes. Okay. And this cool, cool, cool. contract could almost keep you in it. And at the end of it, that would be your exit. Because some people might be like, you know, this isn't working out. Maybe we should start trying to find new. I don't imagine it's that calm, but it's supposed to help keep that type yeah. of like thoughtfulness up. Yeah. But honesty is not something everyone is great at, especially early in a relationship. So like I said, it needs to be a little bit later. Um, but this is, it's going to mindfully put everything on the table. And a lot of source notes do say you have to be painstakingly honest about this stuff. Like not to a weird degree, but like if I were making one, get down on the details. Like I would say if I cook dinner, I do not expect to have to do dishes and vice versa. But Clavin would probably say, I do not ever want to do dishes regardless of who cooks. And I'm not trying to bash him. It's more of he hates dishes. He will do laundry all day, but he hates dishes. So it took me a yeah, while mm -hmm. to figure that out. But in this contract, it would have been laid out. Gotcha. So it doesn't even have to be big things. Um, and it helps your partner like fully understand your needs because you may assume you know, but there's no really way to know unless they tell you. Um, I was gonna say something else. There's also I don't know if I wrote this down. There's a lot of prompts for this, which I think is helpful. Like they don't expect you to sit down and be like, "So tell me about your life." Like a like a checklist because I feel like when you like okay cool like there's so much we need to talk about with this potential contract, it's, but like especially depending on how old you are when you enter the contract, mm -hmm. like maybe I'm 24 and me and my dude or woman are very serious and we're going to put a two-year contract on the table because I know by the time I'm 28 or 26, I want to have a kid or start yes. thinking about having a kid. So like, Absolutely. part of the contract could be like, no talking about kids until this contract expires or, mm -hmm. you know, no talking about kids till the contract expires, but should you get pregnant, here's what we do. Yeah, little caveats. <laughs> cool. An extra but, clause. <laughs> yeah. The Santa Claus Subsection, clause. Sub, subsection <laughs> B, paragraph A. Mm -hmm, yes. No, but I actually like what you said about that two years revisit because that's exactly it. Like this is what I see our relationship being for two years. It gives you some security. So you're not constantly guessing. Like it also shows that both parties are very invested in this. Like they're very much happy. They want mm -hmm. it to work. This is the plan they have for the next two years. So, yes, it definitely sets the stage for a very open communication, um, but that also kind of floods over into other faucets of your relationship. <laughs> Little water joke. All right. So <laughs> don't laugh. That I'm was done. not good. I'm done. <laughs> not good. good night. Good night. So some psychologists think that once you open the door for being open about what you actually want and need and get that positive reinforcement, then that's going to trickle over into other areas too. So your first relationship contract may leave a lot out. And like I said, there are templates, but yeah, it's going to probably lead to a much happier relationship if you guys are compatible. This made me, sorry, um, for, I don't want to disclose my job, but I work with um, like leases a lot. And mm -hmm. it just reminds me like, so I'm like for facility stuff, like it could be like a, like a want, not a need type of thing. And we put in like, what is it? What's called a tickler. So like we can put like when the, t when the, I know so I sorry. hate it. So like when the, t I am an adult. 
talking Try about Try having adult- to train someone and talk to them about a tickler. Like, I'm like, here's a tickler. <laughs> it was terrible. Anyway. Can I speak to t- HR? <laughs> yeah, like, they're talking about tickling, bruh. Um, a tickler is, like, something that you can put into, basically, like, we have it, like, in, like, a shared drive or document website, if you will. And we'll put, like, an expiry or, like, a date to be, re- like, date to be reviewed. So, like, mm-hmm. prime example, um, the building that, a, like one of the stores wanted a new like storefront like they're like the wood was chipping blah da 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 that's a want not a need and but it's also not our responsibility and mm-hmm. like contacted the landlord and he's like well we can't get to it right now like um you know it's it's it, it's on the books for about four months from now okay I went in and I put a tickler in so that four months from now I can go back and like talk to him about it so I feel okay. like it might with like relationship contracts, especially if you have like a short expiration window, like, man, you better be putting in hell. I feel like you're just going to always be putting in ticklers. Like <laughs> here's what I want next in the contract or like this isn't working. So when this expires, like get out that red pen girl. Mm. Okay. Sorry. I mean, I'm sure you would know towards the end if it's not working, <laughs> but yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so my favorite aspect of this contract, it helps with the arriving versus sliding phenomenon. Oh, yeah. So actually, do you guys think it helps or hurts a relationship to live together first? I wrote love together first. That was stupid. Live together. Help for sure. You think it helps, Aaron? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about arriving versus sliding. So it can help to the answer. It could. So this all goes back to being mindful and it's the difference between sliding into a big relationship milestone or mindfully like thinking about it and approaching it. So marriage, let's say you're dating someone, you start spending the night at their house, you start doing laundry there because your machine broke and then you just start leaving things there because it's easier and before you knew it, you live together because it's easier than commuting all the time. Now you've lived together for a few years and it's time to get engaged because that's what comes next. Mm. That's sliding through things. Whereas arriving and be like, I really see a future here. Like I'd love for you to live with me. I really see a future here. I'd love for you to marry me and like be together. Like this is my ideals of things. Like it's that being mindful, putting it on the table. Yeah. Arriving versus sliding. Gotcha. So It can help to live together and love together. Yes. But (laughs) most importantly, um, but it depends how you got there. So 70% of non-cohabitators, so people who did not live together, made it to the 10-year mark as a couple. Mm -hmm. Whereas just under half of people who did live together made it to the 10-year mark. Oh. Yes. I find that so, so fascinating. That's crazy. Yes. But it doesn't take into account like why they're living together. Like did they live together first and then start dating? Because that would almost be more like sliding into dating. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, it just makes sense. Yeah. It's easier than going out to a bar and trying to get someone. Like, sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. So also I thought that was crazy at first, but it makes sense in a little bit because keep in mind that sliding versus arriving – the bar of who you date is lower than the bar of who you marry. So if you don't approach every relationship like 
could I marry this person? You just approach it for like, oh, he's cool for a couple of dates. And then you wake up one day and you've been married for 20 years. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Like, just that intention has to be there. But that sentence alone, like, blew my mind today. Like, whoa, that's so true. Like, yeah, you will date someone who you would never consider marrying. I've done it. I think it's Mm -hmm. very... Yeah, we've all done it, but I also think that's a huge, like, one, your definition of a date. I know this is, like, deep diving too much, but, like, no. also, like, there, like, I've had friends in my life who literally, like, like, serial date. Like, they just want to get, like, they like getting to know people and, like, mm-hmm. they'll go on one date with who whoever speaks to them. You know, like, oh, like, you want to mm-hmm. grab coffee? Sure, I'll go. Like, I am not that type of person because I am, like... I before Wes I was like very much like looking for something serious so like Mm -hmm. maybe they are too but like I think it just definitely has to do with like how you view dating in a sense yeah and relationships in general too but yeah Yeah. I see what you're saying yeah but I I like that sliding versus arriving that's kind of that's interesting Mm -hmm. well when I found that I was like oh we are sticking with this topic Mm -hmm. um yeah so whenever Okay. Yes. My sentence still makes sense. So whenever you move in together through the sliding method, it's never with intention. It's just out of convenience. And that really isn't a good predictor of marriage because also some people like to say that living together is like practice marriage, but marriage is forever. So it needs to have like forever perspective. There is no like practice marriage. I will say Mm -hmm. I know Clave a lot better now, but like yet again, if we had just been dating, like, oh, it makes sense just to live together then you can see how like that sliding mentality makes it a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, the whole thing is really about intention, I think, and being honest and open and putting it down on paper. Cause I guess that helps it come to fruition. Like you would never be like, listen, we wrote this down. You said you're doing dishes on Tuesday, bitch. But it's more like, <laughs> yeah. Like once you say it out there and put it out there, like you're kind of putting those standards for yourself where as opposed to like, I'll see what I can get away with. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah um that's all i had what do you guys think about marriage or relationship contracts now i'm like for it yeah i think it's cool it's very cool it's really interesting it's a very modern way i think to look at a relationship yeah i mean it's also like i feel like marriage is like the typical thing and it's just the has been for so long. Mm-hmm. But then you have the crazy side. It, oh, excuse me. You have the very <laughs> different. I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying this is bad or crazy or weird. But then you have the the quote unquote crazy side of people who are like in polyamorous relationships. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the a middle ground to help understand that there is different ways of having a successful relationship. Before, I feel like a lot of people is just like marriage, 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 or like you're single. Like there's just it. Those are the only two. It's like, it's not, Mm -hmm. that's not it. Like you could have an open marriage. You could have an open relationship. You could Mm -hmm. be in a polyamorous relationship with two to four people. Like I feel like this is just another like possibility. That's kind of I would almost argue the more people in a relationship, the more you would almost need some kind of contract. Yeah. Like just. I, w- I personally wouldn't know how to balance that, but someone would, but you also have to consider more people's opinions and feelings on things. So yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So before we got engaged, me and like Clavin sat down and had like a very serious conversation. We didn't write it down, but I think it. <laughs> you didn't or... write it down and mount it somewhere. <laughs> there it is. It's a contract. <laughs> so we always walks past it. <laughs> yeah. You're mine for three years, bitch. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. So. Yeah, marriage isn't just about saving money or what's supposed to happen. So be good to yourselves and be mindful about your relationships, even friendships. Surround yourself with people you like. Like our sinister ladies. You can listen to us Aww. every Friday. <laughs> mm-hmm. So cute. Yeah. So. Oh, that was great. Wow. Thank you. I'm like, yeah. I learned so much. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very interesting. And they're not uh, law binding. So if you did break it. No one can like sue you or anything, but. Wow. One minute I'm learning about aliens and questioning my existence. And the next I'm like, wow, I feel educated and like really want to go inside and like think about life. Huh. What a range today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We hope this range was uh, enough sinister sunrise to get you through your day. So we didn't have a plug in the middle of the episode this time, but don't forget we do have a deal with zero sweat. So if you go Mm -hmm. on and buy some antiperspirant from Zero Sweat because you found yourself in a different country or planet and you're wearing the wrong clothes, and that might make you sweat. Um, don't be the green children of Woolpit. Cover your pits with Zero Sweat and other parts of your body. Whenever you check out, if you enter the code SINISTER, you will get 20% off of your order. Also, our great friend TP, the local artist from St. Louis, Ooh. is doing a deal. Yes, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming, folks. So go to <laughs> MeltyFace.com. It is. This year has been 18 years long and mm-hmm. two days. And yes. it's always great to shop local and shop yes. small. So yes. definitely do that this year. Also, I don't know about you guys, but have you realized how much like stuff is in your house since you've been home all the time? Listen, Especially I, had, I tried to have a garage sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially now I that s- I moved. And I'm yeah. living in boxes. Yes, I do know how much stuff I have. So, <laughs> buy meaningful gifts. Yes. yes. Handcrafted meaningful gifts. And literally, our logo is awesome. If one day we should post a picture of what I gave TP versus what he made. <laughs> yes. yes. Because yes. that's yes. the best glow up. Because we went back and forth. I think I ended up sending him like, we want something with the skull, maybe some coffee. And I had like a square with another square inside. And I was like, this could be like a book, maybe a knife. And he yeah, sent back yes. this work of art. He's like, I'm just spitballing. And you were like, take what we said, throw it out the window. This is so much better. Like, just please run with it. Just go. Yes. And even like our um, Hex Girls picture. I, I think mm-hmm. I just said, can you make us Hex Girls? And, and he, he said, like, say no more. Sh- yeah. Oh. He said, got you, fam. Like, ugh. So if you like those two pictures, you're Mm going to love his art. Yes. So check him out at MeltyFace.com. Enter enter code SINISTERSISTERS at checkout. Yeah, don't inister anything. That's not a word. Or maybe it is. I don't know anymore. (laughs) Um, For free shipping on all your orders. And then please find us anywhere on your phone. That's TikTok, Instagram. All the things you do when you should be working, but that sounds like more fun. Um, we are probably Sinister Sunrise Podcast. 
for TikTok, it's got underscores in between it. Everywhere else, it is spaces. So yeah, please follow us, like us, rate us, write to us. We're lonely at home. And um, <laughs> do you guys have anything else? No. Hope y'all had a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.